my guys welcome to another episode of todd's take so we had um some wild week 12 matchups i guess um i there there wasn't really any crazy like games i saw this week but um there was a few things i guess i, I found interesting um Besides seeing the Eagles play like the Eagles again um, against Seattle, I was actually surprised how Seattle did not just utterly destroy them. Um, the Eagles, man, they're just uh. Then again, it's the good old my good old favorite NFC East, but just saying they they need to take out Carson Wentz because Carson Wentz is just I don't. I don't know what's wrong with him. I think it's a mental thing, but he's just, that man is broken, I think. <laughs> and I, I think it's time for Jalen Hurts' time, um, maybe to spark the offense or something, if they really want to try to get in the playoffs. And, um, but also we had uh, the Giants take take the lead of the division um, after their win. I don't think that's going to last very long. Daniel Jones is, is hurt, and... Even though he's not really been that great, I don't think who is it, Colt McCoy's going to lead that offense to anything. Just saying. Um, props to him for still being in the league. Like, I, I swear, he's been in the league forever. Um, but um, anyways, on quarterback situations, um, I wanted to talk about that whole Broncos situation. How all of their quarterbacks tested positive for COVID. Um but they did not want to forfeit the game against the against the Saints. Uh, so they decided, oh, let's <laughs> let's put Kendall Hilton, not Hilton, K- Kendall Hitton. Look, I, I don't even I can't even say his name because I don't even know the guy. Um, and this this poor guy, he just was a practice squad wide receiver, all of a sudden ready to start a National Football League game against a top team the new orleans saints and this this man hasn't played quarterback since he since he played uh for wake forest i (laughs) like i felt so bad for him like the whole going into watching the game i'm like well i'm not going like i don't feel right even like clowning on the man because he's not a quarterback and it's just it was really cool seeing just how much it does take you know to be you know to actually how much it takes to be a good quarter or you know how what it takes to be a quarterback that you can't just get some guy off the street and be like hey you're gonna play quarterback um i feel like some people just forget that when you know we see some of these quarterbacks struggle and playing bad um and that's even with them being um you know, getting the reps in and looking at tape and all that stuff. But yeah, it didn't turn out very well for the man. They Broncos lost thirty-one to three. Um, it it was it was as what you expected. It was kind of boring, but I found it interesting. I was hoping he would maybe like show some magic or something, but no, he went one for nine, threw for thirteen yards and two picks. It, it's bad when, you know, I have, I have some podcast notes and I just put poor guy, period. <laughs> um, but what I didn't understand, there's at times, even though, yeah, he only threw nine times. 
but like there's times they're making that guy like try to gunsling down the field i'm like what what are they doing just let them like just play him like a college quarterback um maybe let him do maybe he could do some of the small passes or something um but there were sometimes he was being flushed out of the pocket you know kind of throwing deep passes and i'm like why are you making this man throw throw that i just it, it did not make sense um and i just felt bad for i don't even like i feel like on that i feel that's on kind of on the coach but then also it's like it's kind of just on the quarterbacks who all tested positive for covid um because apparently there was at a moment the one one of them i think it was driscoll they said had it but the other QBs in the room did not have mask on, um, and and that was that was not good. Uh, but yeah, that was just um, really the Saints. They could have put they they could have been on their worst day and still won that game. Um, and Taysom Hill, I'll say, like if you look at his stats, did not look any better. But in my opinion, I think Taysom Taysom Hill is the answer for now until drew Brees gets back i know a lot of people are like what about um um oh my gosh i can't even think of his name right now you know what about watson but i just i say watson watson oh my gosh Seamus winston <laughs> i i just woke up this morning i need to <laughs> but no yeah, Jameis Winston. Um, I only say that because Taysom, Taysom Hill, what I like about him is he knows the offense and he's very conservative. And since the Saints defense has been so hot right now, um, these just past games on their humongous winning streak, just, you know, go down the field, you know, you know, try to make some plays, you know, score a touchdown or two, let your defense work. It, it works. And you can do that until Drew gets back um and and the thing with Jameis you know Jameis Winston yeah he can you know he can gunsling that ball and make plays but the problem with Jameis at least last time we saw him was he would throw way too many picks just he was a turnover machine even though he had that weird just that weird season where even though he was like over 50 50 touchdowns I think he got over 5k passing yards um but he just he had but then it just it went equivalent to how many turnovers he had and it just did not it just that was his problem um but i i do think Taysom is the answer i don't i don't see him yeah being the long-term answer um you know and that's why they call him you know the swiss army knife how they can just put him in in any position and he can just play solid um and they just got to play him like how he needs to be played um I know he, maybe he didn't go as hard in that game since they know they're playing a practice squad wide receiver. Uh, but I still, even against the Falcons, yeah, he played pretty solid. But he just doesn't really look like a your go-to. He doesn't look like he he doesn't look like he's gonna be some elite quarterback. Just saying. Um, and yeah, I don't I don't know about Jameis Winston. Um, I don't know if he'll eventually be their quarterback i, I really i i since they went with Taysom, i i really don't know what was the point of of getting Jameis winston even though i don't know 
Oh yeah, but um, to my next subject, um, when I was talking about how <laughs> I don't see uh, Lions head coach Matt Patricia um, being the future of the team, and I was I was correct. Him and general manager uh, Bob Quinn was fired, or as the Brits say, sacked, um, and. And it just it just made sense because yeah after losing their last game and it's just they just they couldn't get it together and Matt Patricia you know was supposed to be a defensive mind guy but we just didn't see the same Patriots defense we saw to his Lions once he became head coach of the Lions but it, it, it'd be crazy because sometimes you had games it looks like they would look like they would have it together. But then they're just games. It's just it's just bad. They they just look bad out there. Um, but yeah, who knows what holds for the Lions in the future? Um, I really hope. I, I just I feel so bad because I do think Matthew Stafford is a pretty good QB. But just sadly, he's just he just hasn't been on the best teams, you know, or just had the best management and coaching. Um, even with Codwell when like they had a really good team and they could have been better, but I think they went like nine and seven a bunch of times. They made playoffs like once. I think Stafford's only been in the playoffs once and they lost the Cowboys as like a it was also like a really uh questionable play uh flag at the end. Um But yeah, just poor 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 Stafford. He just I don't I guess I, I feel like he's just gonna be one of those guys where he just sticks with this team and then he probably won't ever get a ring. He'll just be known as a good QB who could have, would have, could have. Um, but yeah. But on a better note, I wanted to talk about, in my opinion, the best the best kicker this year, which is Young Waiku. Um, I'm saying this year, not the best. Like who's just been the best in years? I know Justin Tucker is is the guy. Um, you know you got Robbie Gold and all those guys. But Youngway Koo, man, he has been so good, and it feels so good too because I I had a feeling he was gonna be a beast because before the Falcons signed him, I think last year he was on one of those new football leagues. It was like eight. I can't even remember the name. Um, that ended up just throwing the whole league out. He was on like the it was the team called the Atlanta Legends and he was perfect on all his kicks and they were some of them were pretty long kicks. Um and I was happy, you know, well I wasn't happy when, you know, Matt Bryant, you know, he was at the end of his career, he was getting dealing with injuries, you know, and they hired Young Way. And he started playing just doing pretty solid enough to get the job, but this year he just has even done better you know he is first right now in most field goals most field goals uh, with 29 I think he's made like 21 consecutive field goals right now I don't think he's missed one since week three um and he's he has scored 109 points which is the most in the NFL um and he uh he is six for six from 50 uh 50 plus so he he's pretty pretty good the, the south korean beast man um and the falcons don't deserve him 
really he's been the mvp for for atlanta um that's the crazy thing like he has just been lights out um even though yeah the falcons won they won last week against the raiders 43 to 6 but that was mainly him and the defense really the offense were really slow last week and just weren't even really doing that much which made sense no julio jones julio jones was out uh todd Gurley was out but he was five for five um i think he made like one like really long one like 54 55 i think um and then the defense for some reason was just outstanding against the raiders um they had five turnovers i actually had i picked the raiders for this game i actually kind of i was wanting the raiders to win because i really like their team what what they're uh with what gruden's doing with you know josh jacobs and uh Derek carr and just you know his young team what he's been doing and how they're the only ones to beat the chiefs this year and almost beating them a second time but i think just after coming so close to beating them again i think they were just so depleted at at that game and they just came in and just and i guess they thought maybe this game would be handed to them also because you know we're they were a three and seven falcons team but also really this is probably the best three and seven team you can you can see they just falcons have so many good so much talent but sadly it's just been not finishing games, just bad coaching, uh, and and like yeah, the defense has been has been just was being ter- was terrible, but they had you know good young youngsters you know to make plays, and they just weren't being in the put put in the right positions. Um, but ever since Dan Quinn was fired, um, the defense has been playing a lot better. Really, in my opinion, the defense has been better than the offense. Um, I haven't been a fan of Dirk Cutter's play calling at OC this year. He's just always, sometimes I think he's being too aggressive. And just sometimes I just don't understand when I see, because there's times like Matt Ryan is getting so much time and he's looking through each progression but nobody's open. And I have a hard time believing that when we have all this talent and, you know, and it's not Matt Ryan not seeing the ball because they'll even show the replay showing all these guys covered. I'm like, how are all these guys covered? These guys are, are somewhat a lot. Most of them are first first round talents and they're all getting covered. Um, and I it just makes me think it's Dirk Cutter's just drawing up his all these plays he's drawing up are just not very good. Um, and and it's just a lot of times it ends up being coverage sacks because um, I feel like a lot of Matt Ryan's sacks this year have just been coverage sacks. And, you know, he's not a running guy. You know, sometimes he can get out of the pocket, but he's not a speedster. Um, and which fans need to accept that is he's not a running quarterback, um, which I'm not saying running quarterbacks are bad. But, you know, you got to remember it's a team game and he needs to be able to rely on people to get open. He needs his O-line to hold up. And of course, I'm not saying Matt Ryan's been perfect this year. Um, I think there's been a lot of times you can see his frustration. He's trying to force things and just is not playing well at, at points. Um, and also, I, I feel like you can maybe see a little bit of his age too. You know, he's getting up there. I think he's at, I think he's at like 35 now. Um, but I still think he's a good quarterback and he can still get the job done. 
Um, and I know a lot of Falcon fans disagree with me on that, but I don't care. <laughs> um, yeah, and they got the Saints next week. Um, we'll see if they can... Even though I'm a Atlanta Falcons fan, I just would love... I love to see just a good matchup against the Saints. Um, that's one thing I just... I always hope for is I want to see just good good product on the field because I want people to see that the Saints and Falcons matchup is such a good rivalry um, and that it should be known as one of the top rivalries. That's why it just... It sucked seeing, like... I think it was the past two years they've been giving them Thanksgiving games and... You know, it's just Falcons have not been that great the past years, and the Saints have took advantage of that and pretty much destroyed them and embarrassed them on, uh, on for the whole country to see. Uh, so that's not always the best. And this year, I was kind of glad they didn't give them the the Thanksgiving game again, and it was probably good because last time the Falcons just weren't playing did not play very well the offense was shut down by the saints defense um but also for yeah for the raiders i wanted to jump back to the raiders um i still think the raiders could get it together uh i know afc is really hard this year with so many good teams i would think that they're gonna have to win i think there's what like five games left they would maybe have room to lose maybe one game i don't even know one game um but yeah i was i was really you know cheering for them because i really like where that team's going um and yeah just they because really also in that game against the falcons they just it was mainly them just shooting their own their own foot um because they had like 10 penalties for like 100 and something yards and it was just also simple turnovers of just Derek Carr, Josh Jacobs, just all fumbling. Um, and then Derek Carr, of course, he had a terrible throw. I don't know who he's throwing to, but Deion Jones capitalized on it with like um, a midfield, uh, picked it off, I think like around midfield, pick six, um, which was which was pretty, pretty dope. Um, that man has like, I think six pick sixes in his career, which is, I think, crazy. Um, um, which is what I feel like you need to look mainly at a kind of linebacker, what he is, because he's not like a big, big dude. He's a fast guy who just ball hawks around the field and also can pick up tackles. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Because I also was interested to see the Raiders too to get in the playoffs because I just don't know who else will beat the Chiefs because Raiders have been really the only kryptonite to the Chiefs, um, kind of figuring out how to put some stop to them uh and i just don't know who else could do that in the afc maybe this i well you know the steelers i know they're 10 and 0 um and they look really good um but do they have enough um defensive players to stop so much so much weapons they have with tyree kill travis kelsey and hardman and um Robinson and they just they're just so deep with playmakers and you know and then Patrick Mahomes moving on his legs and just the throws he makes um and their defense is just because I remember last year my problem with the Chiefs was I didn't think their defense was going to be good enough to hold up um I knew they would maybe make a nice 
playoff run but i was like i don't think they can make it because their defense is just it's just was not doing that well and then they kind of had a similar situation with uh, the 2016 falcons um where you know the offense was lights out but the defense was just too sus and but the defense just went on this mad this mad run of just playing really good ball um and the chiefs still haven't changed from that since since last year uh oh yeah but speaking of the steelers um it's crazy we have a wednesday game for them we're still we're still technically in week 12 right now um i was actually thinking of either just making this podcast before uh, after this game but i was like nah i'll just go ahead and do it because also i'm kind of procrastinating procrastinating i can't even talk um to take my last uh, final in economics um but i was like no i'll do a nice pod podcast episode uh but uh yeah ravens and steelers this game has been postponed like three times um i think i talked about it being postponed like the first time um thing at the after my uh my thanksgiving episode um but yeah, they just been. I think at first it was mainly Ravens struggling, struggling with COVID problems. Like, uh, I think Ingram and what was it like Edwards and Lamar Jackson and I think maybe others uh, all had COVID. I think Steelers are now having problems. Yeah, they've been having problems with COVID. I think on the defensive side. Oh yeah, I think also James Conner, the running back, um, a beast. Uh, he's he got COVID, so they're gonna have to look to other guys. Um, it's gonna be an interesting game. I still think Steelers are going to win because um, they've just been. I feel like because I fully trust in Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin is like one of the, he's such a good coach. I don't. I think there's actually he's never had a losing season. You know, really he should have more Super Bowl Super Bowl wins. Um, and it was crazy how just last year now i'm going kind of just on a rabbit hole last year with just the quarterback problem i think big ben was pretty much out all last season he was like changing qbs like every week just trying to win games and he still went like nine and seven with like mason rudolph and i don't remember the other guy's name uh but it was crazy and i'm like man i wish he would just leave and he would come to the falcons because he just such a great coach and such a cool dude um but um but he i that's why i'm thinking you know with both of them having covid problems i would trust mike tomlin to be able to make the adjustments and uh still winning this game and just the ravens i just really i'm starting i i don't know if the ravens can even i'm starting to think they they might end up not making the playoffs just how they've been playing uh just uh just not being able to i don't know they're just not the same this year and i feel like people are figuring out who they are and what they do really quickly which is not good and i feel like hardball is not making the adjustments that need to be needed and it's not good when you hear your starting quarterback even saying that other teams are calling out the plays before they even snap the ball <laughs> so uh and I just think they're having problems inside that organization, uh, and it's just not looking well for them. And it's especially going to be big. Um, I don't think I think it's officially that I don't think Lamar Jackson will even be playing in this game. So 
Um, I don't, I don't know what they're going to do. I think the running backs might actually be able to make it, which will be really helpful. Um, but yeah, this team is just kind of fallen. Um, they, they looked like themselves at the beginning of the season, but it's just when you're seeing them lose game after game, and especially, yeah, losing to the Patriots, and it could have maybe been that. I know they had that really good really good game last time of the Steelers, um, which I, in my opinion, that was like probably one of the best games of the year besides that um, one with the Hopkins Hail Mary against, um, oh my gosh, who did, they, who did that? Who was that against? Uh, who did they just do that? Oh yeah, against Buffalo Bills. Uh, poor, poor Bills, um, which they're, they're a good team also. That was just, just unfortunate. Um, just beautiful ball by Kyla Murray and beautiful catch by Hopkins but yeah just I I'm I'm I I have I think the Ravens they might just miss the playoffs I, I don't know the rest of their schedule actually I would need to check um but yeah I, I see Steelers going 11 and 0 um today and it also for some reason this game's at three it went a 3 40 p.m game at on a Wednesday that's such a weird time I wonder the last time there's been a Wednesday NFL football game that's so weird um and I don't know how that's gonna work for next week are they gonna give them buys or something um because that's a really short week um for them to play their week 13 game um I probably should have done a little more research before hopping on but you know I'm just swinging it uh yeah guys I think I'm gonna wrap this up um, those are just random highlights of, you know, just stuff I wanted to talk about. Um, might have been just random rabbit holes. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, you know, share it if you want to. Don't want to share it. You should share it. Uh, um, if you liked it, awesome. Uh, but yeah, I'll see you guys in the next episode. You know, thanks for listening. Um, this has been a lot of fun, but um, yeah, I'll see you in the next one. Peace. Thank you.